Welcome to that podcast, episode 99, AJ. AJ uh, Green? A, a, uh, Kevin Green dead? What? We'll talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, Content. I know, right? Uh, my name is uh, my, your co-host, Joe Lynn, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, it's all with Merry Christmas, kid. Merry Christmas, kiddo. Uh, Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, I should say. Eve, 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 Eve. Yes, Eve, Eve. Yeah, man. As we record this on Tuesday, technically afternoon, just turned noon. So, yeah. Welcome in. Uh, we were given the present of another Bears victory, my friend. We were. That's right. Uh, Bears beat the Viking on the road 33 27. Um, some takeaways. Yeah. Uh, some guy named Robert Quinn made a play in that game. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. Some guy. Richest, the richest man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Finally showed up. Hey. Uh, had a had a forced fumble there on uh, on Kirk Cousins. Um, he felt like playing that day. Yeah, apparently he did. He was indoors. It was it was warm. There it is. Yeah, there. You go. Uh, so the scoring star, Daniel Mooney, lovely little dump pass from Mitchell Trubinsky. Uh, Cairo Santos kick seven zip bears. Then uh, the uh, Vikings drive back down seventy five yards four fifteen. Adam Thielen pass from Kirk Cousins makes it seven seven and a Bailey extra point. Uh, then Which everybody was surprised by. Yes, correct. Because <laughs> he was awful the week before. Uh, then Bears Cairo Santos forty-two yard field goal uh, makes it ten-seven in the first. Second quarter, David Montgomery bowls one in from one yard. Uh, Santos kicks seventeen-seven. Uh, and the Bears add another field goal. Uh, Cairo Santos again uh, make it twenty to seven. Things are looking good, looking like on cruise control. Then Dan Bailey comes down, kicks a field goal with 26 seconds left in the half, makes it 20 to 10. Start, now you start to get a little itchy. You're like, eh, it's still too close for comfort. Um, and not the television show, but too close for comfort. Should I, I should probably preface that. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Then uh, the... Uh, that had uh, Jim J. Bullock for you. The great Ted Knight. Ted Knight. That's right. Uh, so third quarter, come out of halftime. Vikings uh, take the opening kick, drive 75 yards. Uh, Dalvin Cook, one yard touchdown. Dan Bailey, remarkably another extra point, twenty to seventeen. Now you're super itchy. Yeah, man. And the Bears, for some reason, changed their defense going into the second half. They started double teaming Thielen and um, Jefferson. Yeah, I don't understand. And it like opened up, like the middle of the field, yeah. and the Vikings said, "Oh, thanks. We know what to do with that. I can do that." Yeah, so then all of a sudden you saw a bunch of tight end catches and Dalvin Cook has a softer line to run through, and yeah. Then the Bears uh, march downfield. Yeah, looking great. Looking great. David McGonagall. Going to answer. 14-yard run and answer. 27-17. That run, dude. That was yeah, epic. Get off me. I'm a grown-ass man. Correct. Give me my money. I'm, I, that end zone's mine. That's right. 
Vikings in the third quarter with a 22, well, they don't end the third quarter, but uh, the last score in the third quarter, 22-yard field goal by Dan Bailey, 27-20. Uh, Bears get the ball back for the fourth, kick a little uh, little Cairo Santos 48-yarder, 30-20. to And then you get the Conklin touchdown pass, 20 yards from Kirk Cousins and an extra point to make it 30-27 Bears, and you're, now you're super itchy. Yeah, and they left. They marched. They pretty much did march. Yeah, it was it was eleven plays, seventy five yard drive by the Viking. Oof. And the Bears, um, yeah, Bears kick another forty two yard field goal. Cairo Santos. Isn't it it good to have a kicker? Yeah, isn't it great? Yeah, you know, I wanted to punch Chris Myers in the throat though. Every time he was like, "Oh, twenty two in a row for this guy. Twenty three. Can you imagine it?" We 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 all want to punch Chris Myers in the throat, friends. Yeah, and uh, apparently, according to Keith Oberman, one of the worst human beings he's ever met. And he's on the Marquee Network, so Correct. great. Uh, so Bears won 33-27. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I know it's Trubisky, people. I understand. I'm trying to be meatball. <laughs> Bit. <laughs> 15, yeah, stop, stop sending in those texts. Stop. stop. I know. it's you know, uh, uh, Trubisky, 15 of 21, 202, a tut the pick. He got sacked once. Passer rating of 97.7. Yeah, that pick was egregious, though. It was. There was no need for it at that time. None. I mean, you were marching. You'd been good in the red zone all day. You know what? Just throw that one away. Yeah. Just throw it away. It's one thing that they, they, they've talked about sport sport radio a lot is that the one thing that Laser and, and Maggie have done with Mitch here is cut the field in half. Make him only read half the field. Sure. And Gotta um, learn to throw the ball away. Truth. Gotta learn to do that. But I still haven't seen him check down, have you? No, never. I mean, it's whoever I mean, if you the play's to... designed to be thrown to, it's either going to be broken and he runs it, he gets sacked, right? he throws it, or, yeah, I just wish he'd and throw that. Honestly, he wish, I, I don't mind if he runs it. I really Airmail it. I, I, oh, I don't yeah. mind if he runs the ball. Agreed. He's athletic enough to do that, but you can't take a sack. Right. You're and, you can't come back from that. But, you know, I think – he might have been feeling like he was like super confident, right? Oh, yeah. At yeah, that yeah. point. Yeah. And I think he probably thought he could force that in there. I mean, again, he only threw the ball 21 times, which That's is it. amazing, which is crazy. And how many runs? Oh, I'm about to tell you that, my friends. Okay. Uh, do you mean for Trubisky or total? Oh, no, no, no. I meant uh, for Monty. Oh, I know he had his. Um, we're we're going to get to that right this Oh, time. all right. David Montgomery, 32 carries, 146 yards. Two points. <sighs> That's how you run the ball, my friend. Given and that's his all-time high, right? That is his all-time high, yeah. Uh, Trubisky had eight carries for 34 yards. Uh, Mooney had the end around for 16, and Cordero Patterson, who I believe is hurt. Okay. He played, but I don't think he's 100%. Okay. That's why Montgomery had 32 carries, I think. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know if Patterson, it was like a payback game for the Vikings or or what, but you know, he got a full head of steam. There was there was one run that he had. And, I mean, it didn't amount to much. It was like four or five yards. Right. But he bowled over three guys doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just jack-possessed. So. Um, we have a tie for leading receiver for the Bears, Jay. Okay. Hey, Rob, of course. Four catches, right. 83 yards. Uh, Darnell Mooney also four catches, but only for 49 yards. But he did have the touchdown on the uh, – he was wide open in the flat. Yeah. Um, then Jimmy Graham with two, Komet with two, Montgomery, Miller, and Patterson each with one. 
Uh, that Mooney play was well designed. Leading tackler for the Bears was Roquan, Eddie Jackson. Really? In terms of solo tackles, five okay. solos, two helpers. That's not good. Um, if you give like a half tackle for those, then it's probably Danny Trevathan with four tackles and seven helpers. Um, yeah, you don't want your you don't want your safeties to be no to be your leading tackler ever. That's not good. That's not a good sign, mate. But they'd won the game, and I can't complain too much. Yeah. Um, and the first half defense looked amazing and it was the first time that it was matched by a first half offense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've scored 30 points in the last three games. Did you ever think that this bears team of this year never would put up more than 14 that wasn't off of special teams or a defensive touchdown? Yeah. Never. I thought 14 points was all they could give you. Never ever. But they've put up 30 now three in a row. So next week, Jay, they got the Jags in Jacksonville. I mean, they should. I mean, Jackson's Jacksonville's terrible, right? Right. But we saw this week. We did. We have teams that are letting off the gas. Yes. And, and uh, one was. Yeah, go ahead. Last night, that game was. T- oh my god! Every time I every time I looked at the score, I was like, "Wait, that can't be right." Now, so I heard somebody on the Sports Yackers this week uh, say that the Steelers were the biggest frauds in the NFL um, at, at now 11 and 3. Maybe. I mean, did they really just have a first half out of the gate? Are they gassed? I mean, I got it. One. Yeah, their first, their first team, or uh, yeah, their first two losses were this, yeah, these last two weeks. Right, and it was because they played three NFL games in like 10 days. Something like that. It's something ridiculous. Something like that. I mean, come on. Right. You can't do that to a team. Right, no, you can't. But, I mean, it's all part of the COVID, right? I mean, the Ram, and the Ram yeah, I mean, and no, yeah, but the Rams let off the gas. and the Yes, they did. The gas. I mean, honestly, you think you got the Jets coming to your house out in L.A., you're not going to win that game? You gotta I mean, play the game. I mean, like a I, trap game, baby. It's a trap. Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> uh, it's a trap. Um, but yeah, it's. It, it, I'm glad. I'm almost glad those two games happened, so that Nagy can, you know, point to them and go, "Look, this is what can happen if you let your foot off the gas." Right. Yeah. It's kind of good thing that they happen, so that there's an example to be set here. And I apologize. Do yeah. we go to Do we go to Jagville or yes. do they come to us? We go to them. Yeah. And then the Packer come to us. Correct. Got it. Yes, sir. That is correct. So we'll be down in the quote unquote heat. And we want we we want the Pack to um, have home field advantage. We want up. the Pack to lay the smack down on whoever they're playing this week. Yes. Now that being because said, because there is absolutely no reason to get Rogers hurt with the, the with the Bears line. No. Right? Yeah, there's no reason. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. There's no reason. And, I mean, if it was Lombardi Hallis, maybe you I mean, well, first of all, they didn't have playoffs. Right. I mean, if, it was, if this is but, 1980 instead of 2020, yeah. They're gonna maybe they're gonna, they're gonna throw the kitchen sink at him. Yeah, to keep them out. Yeah. But I mean if Packers, especially if I mean let, let me look at the standings real quick. I, do, they, do they have a shot for the number one seed? Yeah, they should. Yeah, I mean, they're 11-3, they're in the it, drivers. It, yeah, so I mean, like, if they win and they get the number one seed, they have a week off. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there's, you're going to give A-Rod two weeks of rest, basically. Yeah. Which he could probably use. Which at this point in the season? Could probably use. Pretty effing good. Yeah. Hey, um, have you thrown, have you gone to the window for an NFL MVP yet? No. Because I like, I, I like that it, Roger's money. Well, how much is Trubisky, my friend? Exactly. I know you got, you're, you're putting a dime on, on Mitchell after last week's game. Putting it all on him after last week, my friend. I'm going to put it That's on right. That, that interception. Uh, I'm going to put it on Caro Santos, my friend. Oh, man. <laughs> no. So, I mean, obviously you think Mahomes, right? Oh, I, I got to think, right? Well, he's the favorite right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Rodgers won it last year. And normally they don't like to, you know, keep doing repeaters. Right. But uh, I don't know. Look what Rodgers has around him. I mean, literally, if that guy goes down, yeah, that team is done. Pretty much. One would, you would think. Right? Yes. You're right. Yes. So, and that's the, way, that's the way the Packers have designed that team for the last, you know, 15 years. Just to show how much of a passing league we've become. Uh, I'm looking at the leaders in passing yardage through 14 games. So this is through 14, not 16, 14 games. There are four quarterbacks with over 4,000 yards passing already. Oh, my God. Four. Dude, back in the day, 2,000, and you oh. were, like, in rare air. Yeah. And there's still two games left. Now, wow. granted, one of the people, namely Mr. Mahomes, may not play in week 17. Right. Um, he's got 44-62. Um, second is Deshaun Watson. 41-34. Matt Ryan has 40-16, and Josh Allen has an even 4K for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, look at look at the old school stats that we grew up with. Yeah, you like your team was amazing, and I'm not even going to say old school. Forget it. I'm not even going that far back. Let, yeah. Let's go back at 10 years, right? You have a 200 yard passer or a 250 yard passer, a 100 yard receiver, and a 100 yard running back, right? In a game, yeah, that's a good that's a good day for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're looking good. You're you're either in that game or you win that game, right? And now, if guys do throw less than three hundred yards a game, it's like, ooh, what happened? Right, right. right. Hey, um, rushing leaders through fourteen games. Technically, there's still well, Dalvin Cook was hurt. He was out for a game, but through this point in the season, uh, Derek Henry, Hendry. 1679 with two games left. That's crazy. He's got 321 carries. Woof. Dude. Yeah. Uh second down. Who, who is the last 200 or 2000 yard rusher? Emmett? Uh I want to say it was I'll look it up here in a minute. It was the juice, my friend. I don't think it was the juice. It was Eric <laughs> Dickerson maybe. Uh, Dalvin Cook, fourteen eighty four. James Robinson, your guy, your guy. yeah, my guy. Rockford's own, already over a thousand yards, and um, snubbed for the Pro yeah. Bowl, of course. Cook, well, he's like really he's not a blue blood. Jay, he's not from you know. I know he's you know that uh, you know whatever. He came from uh, Canada. That's right, and, yeah. and is considered a rookie at twenty four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, kind of nuts. Now, is it Herbert or Jefferson for rookie of the year? Herbert's really good, right? Really, really good. Um, I mean, it's got. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Herbert, right? I got to think anyway. So there have been, wow, more than I thought, seven 2,000-yard rushers. Ooh, yeah, more than I thought, if I'm honest. Uh, from the bottom, 2003 Juice. Yeah. Then he got passed by six other dudes. So Chris Johnson, if you remember that, 2000, 2009. Euler? Uh Technically, yes. Tennessee. Oh, okay. Yeah, Titan. okay. Uh, Terrell Davis had 2008 and 1998. Barry Sanders, 2053 in 1997. Jamal Lewis in 2003 with the Raven, 2066. AP had 2097 in 2012. How many, how many carries? Does it give you that? How many? For, for AP? Yeah. 348. Wow. He averaged six yards a carry. Um, Eric Dickerson still has the record 2105, 379 carries. Woof. Terrell Davis has the most of those 392. He had a measly 5.12 average <laughs> as a Bronco as a Bronco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Measly. Paul, now one could even say compared to some of these other averages, Dickerson with that many carries, um, yeah. He had sideline issues, didn't he? Said um, some stuff, did some stuff, not quite Joe Namath style, but wasn't there any have incident? Had some issues? I mean, he was involved. He he was at SMU when all that went down, right? Pay for play things at SMU that happened back. In the yeah, year. yeah. He was there for that. So, right? No, but I'm. I mean, when he would, I meant reporting. Oh, was he ever a reporter? Yeah, he was a reporter for a minute. And then, like, I thought there was some sort of scandal and whatever. I'm maybe misremembering. Like I said, I thought it was kind of Namath-like, but not quite. Oh, I want to kiss you. I just want to kiss you. You got a pretty mouth. Uh, Barry Sanders had the highest average, by the way, of those uh, I just mentioned. Nice. 6.13 yards per carry. Only 11 touchdowns. Most touchdowns was TD had, well, ironically, TD. 21 touchdowns. Huh. Woof. That's Sanders. That's, uh, that's a lot. Was Sanders ever in a playoff game? Ooh. That's a great question. I don't think so. I know Stafford's never won one. I don't think so, but I can find out. Oh, well. Postseason. Computers have internets now. I know exactly, right? Uh, yes, he was in six playoff games. Wow. 91 carries, 386 yards, 4.2 average, one touchdown. There you go. That's an answer, Counselor. Yeah, man. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm thinking of later. Man left intact, had his health, has a thriving business now. He's like, you know, nah, I'm done. And he probably had, what do you think, two to three more years at that elite level? Well, his last year. And he could have been, I mean, he could have gone five more years as a guy, to be fair. 1997, he was he had 335 carries for 2,053 yards. That was his biggest rushing season. Sure. The year after that, he played in the same 16 games, carried the ball more, but only had only had. 1,491 yards. Okay. So I think he kind of felt the end coming and just hung it up. 
Right. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of factors there too. There's A, your body. There's B, looking at the Lions organization and going, right. hmm, is this hmm. The, the lion I'm going to be running behind? We're not good. Yeah, I know. No. And wow. I mean, to, to say I've got enough money and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm smart enough to continue back then, on. Like, they, didn't make, they didn't make the super huge money back then. No. And CTE hadn't been right. Hadn't been a thing yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think he was probably looking like at Earl Campbell and saying, yeah, that cat can't walk. He can't do anything. Yeah. Earl Campbell's fucked up. Like his body is completely fucked. Right. And And he may look that and went, you know, I can't do this. So Sanders leaving the league, was that the end of the load back or just kind of the start no, of people I mean, like, saying, I mean, like here, well, since, since Barry did it in 97, Terrell Davis did it in 98. Chris Johnson did it in 2009. Oh yeah. You did say that. Jamal Lewis in 2003, AP in 2012. So I mean, not, that'd I mean, be no came more scarce. I will say that it probably became more scarce. Yeah. But like a guy like Derrick Henry now, and that just doesn't exist. No. I mean, his numbers are so much higher than everybody else's. Right. You know, I mean, it's just like, let me, let me go back to, uh, back to Mr. Henry here. I mean, he's got a hundred, 200, almost 200 yards more than Delvin cook. Now, granted, he's played one more game, but he's got 24 more carries. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's basically has a game's worth of carries higher than Delvin cook. Attempts per game. They're almost exactly the same yards per game. Derrick Henry has five more yards per game. So, I mean, him and, and Cook, and, and Robinson's been carrying the ball really well for the Jags, too, but the, the difference there is Jackson's three and out. Quarterback. Yeah. You know, for all of Kirk Cousins' fault, he can at least play the NFL quarterback. Right. Same with Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee. Yeah. Jags have been like Mike Glennon and Gardner Minshew and others, right? Like they've been Jake Luton. Yeah, so I guess that takes me all the way back to uh, the beginning of the cast with uh, the Bears breakdown and the Bears win. It was a pretty divided camp, I would say, on wanting the Bears to win versus wanting absolute uh, change, like scorched earth, everybody goes, starting fresh. Bears win two more games, make the playoffs. I don't think anybody loses their job. I don't think so either. Although they should. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying they shouldn't. To go from five to one to eight and eight and making the playoffs. I mean, it's like, yeah, come on. Right. Exactly. I get it. But I don't know. Like you said, you don't want pace anywhere near the next draft. No, I don't want him anywhere near the next draft. I mean, and I, I wonder if this happens more. And first of all, I know I owe Coach a new radio or whatever he's listening to this on because he's punched it so many times with me going, hey, do you think? And you're like, no, no. And I'm like, okay, great. But um, just, I, I, I can't see a way we've got a large enough sample size of all of it now, don't we? Sure. 
I mean, it, what, what do we think is going to change in, in a year with, with, with one more year right. of this? I mean, right. and again, I hate to say, well, blame it on 2020. Well, you know, look at 2019. I mean, yeah. basically after the first year and the league had tape on Nagy, it's, it's all been downhill. I mean, yes. it's been regression all the way yeah. along. Yeah. And as far as pace goes, and I don't know if this is this way with, you know, other GMs where it's easy to say, hey, this guy's great, like right. in the fifth and seventh round, right? Yeah. I mean, that was used to be Jerry Angelo's thing, right? A guy's ceiling versus his floor. Right. And I mean, it, pace has made good picks. I mean, the rookies this year that we got are pretty, pretty damn good. But the fact that he passed up Pat Mahomes <laughs> and well, Deshaun not, Watson for, for Mitch. Mahomes so much. Because it's, nobody it, knew about Mahomes? No. It, it's the complete and utter disregard for Deshaun Watson. Oh, to not even bring him in to, to not give him a physical. Him, not even do, yeah. not do, your, not due do your due diligence. Yeah. On Deshaun Watson. Yeah. The guy that won, I believe, back-to-back national titles. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. The quarterback. Right. Of the best college football team in the last two years. Yeah. And you're not even going to give him a sniff? No, because it wasn't what Nag, or I'm sorry, it wasn't what the offensive like scheme that, I mean, obviously you give that to your coach, but what Pace saw, Pace wanted Drew Brees. He wanted a drop back yes. pocket passer. Right. And that's not Deshaun Watson. Hell, it's not no, Mitch Trubisky. It's not Pat Mahomes. No. No. No, no, no. So, I mean, the fact that he went and got Trubisky, though, I mean, I guess he thought he could make him that, right? Maybe. Or Maybe. that someone could make him that. Uh, so I stumbled on an article just now, Jay. Okay. The top 25 picks of Ryan Pace's drafting history. Acumen, sure. Correct. I'm not going to go over tw- all 25. But let's do the top 10. How's that sound? Okay. So coming at number 10, James Daniels. Okay. Number 10, James Daniels. Number nine, Coach Abel. Coach likes that. Number nine, Anthony Miller. Okay. Uh, number eight, Bilal Nichols. I think I might have him higher, but okay. Uh, number seven, Roquan Smith. I would probably yeah. have him a little higher than seven. Agreed. Uh, six, Jordan Howard. Uh, okay. Because he was about right. right. Five uh, or six. Five, Cody Whitehair. Can't argue yeah. that. No. Fourth, Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Third, Adrian Amos. Who is now a Packer? He's now a Packer. Yeah. Uh, number two, a person who is not playing this year, he opted out, Eddie Goldman. Yeah, that's a good, the fisherman. And number one, according to this uh, blog here or whatever, Eddie Jackson. Wow. So. Okay. Well, I, I like, guess it's too small of a sample size for the rookies this year. Yeah, probably so. Probably. I mean, I forget how good Anthony Miller was his rookie year. Yeah, he, he was he was injured a lot, though. To be fair, to be fair. Um, right, so I have I now have a list of all of his picks. Okay. So 2015 was his first draft, and the number one pick that year was in 2015. Correct. It's all it's utterly forgettable as well. You should forget it. Okay. Kevin, Kevin White. Oh yeah, that's right. Num- at number four. Number seven. Damn, you're right. Seventh. 
Uh, second pick was Goldman. Third round was Aronis Grassou. Remember that big lump of crap? Uh, Jeremy Langford, who ended up being a good preseason running back. <laughs> uh, Adrian Amos and Tayo Fabaluge were your others that year. 2016. This is the year he had three fourth round picks. He took Leonard Floyd at nine, mm. Cody Whitehair in the second round, Jonathan Bullard in the third round, the Matt Bukowski, Dion Bush, and DeAndre Hall in the fourth round. That's that's solid right there. It's actually not bad. Bukowski, Jordan, Jordan Howard fifth, DeAndre Houston Carson sixth, and Daniel Braverman. His number. Uh, 2017, uh, he only had five picks. Trubinsky, oh. uh, Adam Shaheen, oh. <laughs> but he hit the next two. Eddie Jackson, because remember, he had a broken leg in college. Yeah. Like, like in the 10th game of the season or something. I do remember that. He, he would have gone much higher. He would have probably gone in the first round. Yeah. Uh, and Tariq Cohen was your fourth. Wow. And then a offensive lineman who's no longer on the team. In 2018, Roquan Smith, who fell to him, to be fair. To another be guy that should yep. fell to him. James Daniels, Anthony Miller. Uh, then he took Bilal Milkles in the fifth round. Javon Wims in the seventh round. That's a solid draft. That's, I can't hate on that. Right, right. Actually, I don't have 29th. This must be an old uh, blog because 2019 designing in Norris 2020. All right. Only other, some other way to look it up. Wait, there is. Oh, wait. I. Wait, there. Yeah, there totally is. Please hold. Please hold. Your call is very important to us. Yeah, so. All right, so 2019, since we're here now, uh, David Montgomery. Remember, they did not have a first or second round pick. Correct. But fantastic trade. Correct. I, I cannot fault him for getting Clomac. No. Anytime you get the best player in a trade, you probably win the trade. As a rule. Uh, David Montgomery, Riley Ridley. Bad. Field. Duke Shelley played this weekend. Yes, well. They expect big things from him. About as well as he could have. Uh, yeah. And then Kareth oh, White. Dude, he had a huge on. hit on second down yeah. in that last series. Yes, he did. And then Steven Denmark. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not year, sure who that is. Last year in the fine draft of 2020. Chicago. Here we go. Uh, no first round pick again. Chicago. But second round pick. Yeah, Cole Komet and Jalen Johnson. Can't yeah. Hate, can't hate No. That. You got Travis Gibson, who's who I believe has played this year, right? Yes. You got the great Kindle Vildor, who had to play this week. Yes. He played okay. Not great, but not terrible. Okay. And you got Darnell Moody. Yeah. And then two seventh rounders who gets a crap there. But whatever. Right, but uh, yeah, that Mooney pick. Some of those draft picks aren't. They're not, no, they're, they're not, not trash. They're not terrible. And not Johnson? It, it's his upper round stuff that people don't yeah know. but if you and again it, and that's that, as a whole that's what angelo you always used to trade down yes more picks you have a better chance of hitting on a guy and not paying him a ton of money mm-hmm. in the later rounds that's right that's right but you're also not going to get a franchise changing 
player that way. Correct. Right. Usually. I mean, there are exceptions. And given the, I mean, everybody trots out Tom Brady. They're not not going to pick until 19, 18, somewhere in there. If they make the playoffs, it'll be even better. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, should should they be fired? I mean, is is Ryan is the Trubisky quote unquote error a fireable offense? Like, did you fuck that up so bad that it's going to cost you a job? Given the track record of what we've seen in his drafts, yeah, I think Fire I him. think he's always going to be on the carpet for that one. Yeah. I mean, the other I'm. The other drafts are good. I mean, like not all of them, obviously. Right. But there were like two years in there. I, I, he did like a really good job. And it's like, okay, why did those – is it – okay. Coach, he is, punch, he's, coach he is punching a listening device right now. Fine. But is it luck? I mean, is that part of it? it, it, it isn't it all a crapshoot to a certain extent? Yeah. You do all the research you want and then put them in the right – put them in a place to do whatever they have to do. But in the end, it, it's up on the player, right? Yeah. Like it's it's on him to do his job. True. But I mean, yeah. And that's I guess we going back to due diligence. I don't know he fell in love with Mitch at the senior bowl, right? That was his thing. Yeah. He thought that he was smarter than everybody else seeing this and you know clearly he was wrong. I, I don't think anybody else had Mitch going in the first round, did they? I don't I can't I don't think so. So it's like, okay, you're, if you're going to unzip and whip it out, I hope you know what you're doing. That's right. And it's not another Kevin White. Although, Kevin White would have been hard to pass on if you looked at everything else, too. I mean, the kid's size, his speed. Dude breaks his leg. Yeah. He broke his leg. He never recovered from it. True. And, but that had happened prior to the combine. Well, but he re—I mean, well, that may have happened. But he rebroke. I'm sorry. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or maybe he had broken his foot. He had had he had injured himself prior to the combine, yes. and did enough to get yeah juiced up or jacked up to right perform okay. Yeah. In, in, in the NFL, and he broke his leg in a preseason yeah. game. I think it was, wasn't it? Probably first preseason game, if I my memory serves me right. Oh man, broke his leg. That how do you how do you draft for that? Yeah, kind of don't. Yeah, so not that Ryan Pace is in again. I'm not endorsing Ryan Pace. Right. Don't get me wrong. But he may not be as bad as people are hinting at. Now, to be fair, to be fair, and I guess you could look at every GM. And you also have to look at the his and cherry pick out horrible picks. His free agent signings have been absolute crap. Robert Quinn. Yeah. Rick Glennon, Nick Foles. Yeah. Other than the trade. Those are some that's not good, mate. Though that's yeah. not a good sign. No. So if you if you take out the draft part of it, yeah, his free agency is not been great. Not no. a great track record. He's got to pay Robert Quinn next year, who decided in week week you know week fifteen fourteenth game for the Bears to show up and play a game, right? An actual play. So I mean, I don't know, dude. It's it. He's probably he should be fired. I'm not. I'm not going to go back on that. He should be fired. This yeah, for the free agent record. I mean, the free agency is just and the thing with Quinn, excusable. The thing with Quinn um, that should have given him pause is Marinelli was on that Cowboys team. Yes, when Quinn had his amazing year, mm-hmm. 
right? What was 11 sacks? He leaves to go to the Raiders who need defensive line help because cool. <laughs> Johnny Big Guns traded to Khalil Mack. Hey, with, tra- with draft picks, I could, get a, I could get a Khalil Mack. No, you can't. <laughs> no, no, you can't, John. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, um, and Marinelli, they didn't go after him, right? Right. So what does that tell you? A lot of it's Either that I'm, I'm brand new to an organization, organization and you have a big need yeah. and I would just left a guy that had 11 sacks in a season yeah, and he's available and they don't even sniff him. They don't even go, you know. No. Uh, nah. Supposedly, what did it come down to a coin flip between us and Atlanta, you said? I think so. And you decided to take us. Yeah. So I offered him a little more money is my guess. But. Yeah. To, to get it done. Right. Oh man, hey, Jay, we've got a uh, a season starting today, my friend. We do, we do. And um, did you go to the window uh, and and get uh, a team that is going to get seventy five points tonight? Yes. <laughs> As did I. I may have done that. As Might have been I. Those uh, Brooklyn Nets, baby. That's right. Just get it out of the way early. We've got the first game. So. So the uh, the Bulls they play tomorrow, if my memory serves me correctly, which I believe it does. They play the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow, and we get to see Billy D in action. That's right, pacing the sidelines at an empty United Center. Hello. <laughs> um, you had a receding hairline at Florida. I can't imagine what it looks like now. Full retreat, probably. Is it? He might be. He might not just be a client, Jay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, a, maybe the owner yeah, or have a piece of the company yeah, maybe you talk to Brian Urlacher uh, oh oh my goodness or Rhino my friend that's right I don't know I'm not I, I'm, again I'm not an NBA guy I'm just not you're not no. however last year yeah. you were able to uh, put a little cashish in the old pockets on yeah. first half overs. Yeah, I mean, I, I... You were the king of that. I th- Here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because of my job, I'm, I'm inundated. With data. With data. Like it just, it sure. just gets in there and just kind of bounces around in my head. So, yeah, will I, will I do anything tonight? No. I've got, an, I've got enough on... Uh, yeah. No, that doesn't... <laughs> Somehow, if the Nets lose <laughs> by seventy six, little first bowl game, first half action, or something. Eh. Um, but yeah, and we're also in bowl season. Yeah, uh, some people are not happy. As I mean, every bowl season, people are not happy. Oh. There are some particular teams that definitely had a legit gripe. Well, you could stand, you could stand with all the protesters and burned all the navy and gold you want because that's you, right? And that's your thing. Right. So, were they deserving of number four? No. Okay. Did they have the best win during the regular season? Probably. And that's beating Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Without Trevor Lawrence in double overtime. Right. Which means they probably shouldn't. They probably shouldn't be there. Right. I mean, they barely beat them without one guy. Yeah. So. Right. Without the without arguably the best player in the country. I said arguably. All right. So, so let's see where our argument's going to go. And I already feel coach, coach's fist balling up. That's okay. That's okay. Um, 
it, if you're not in a power five conference, you're never going to be playing for the national championship. Correct. The way it's yeah, designed. You're not, right now. If, if, it, I believe the track record is very clear that if you go undefeated and you're not in a power five, you're, you yeah. may get a sniff. No, no. You're going to be waving from the outside. I mean, you can only play who you play, man. You know? Right. Well, now, now would Notre Dame beat Cincinnati? I think they'd beat it with an inch of their life. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's right. That's, and that's what you have to figure in to the whole thing. And which, like, of well, the four teams that got in, could Cincinnati beat any of the four? And the answer is probably no. And if that's the case, right. then they really need to look at the D1 status. I mean, look at, uh, look or at FCS, uh, FBS. Yeah. Right? I mean, look at, look at Northern Illinois that one year. Yeah. They whack the Mac pretty much, own the Mac. They get into a New Year's Day Bowl or in the Orange Bowl, yeah, Florida State, and just get absolutely humiliated, waxed. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not saying the Cincinnati couldn't give somebody a game. Oh, I'm right. sure they could. But if if we're all honest here, as much as I don't like Notre Dame, yeah, I'm not. I I don't hate it. Okay. Because Notre Dame would absolutely whack Cincinnati, as much as I hate to admit it. Yeah. They would absolutely give them a beating. So let's right. say we go let's say we go to eight teams, right? Okay. With the idea of, hey, um, we're gonna let other non power five get in the, the game. And, I mean if you go eight, But they're not, right? I well, mean the is, here's the problem. They, they look they look and if there were eight, they'd go, Oh, Indiana this yeah. year. Yes. Come on I mean, in. If you go eight the ninth guy is going to be pissed. If you go 16, the 17th guy is going to be pissed. Right. But I'm saying they're going to fill those other slots with power five school. Yeah. Because yeah. they're of what you just said, that there really is a divide within division one. Yeah. It's I mean, the have that have nots. It's the power five Notre Dame and then everybody else. Yeah. And I mean, even like with Illinois state being in the lower, like which, yes. Yeah. But I mean, it used to be like what division one, a one double a, one double, yeah, whatever. So like one A was the big ones, and then FBS is not was one double A or one A, right? Double A is now FCS, right? And they're playing in the spring, so because right. and and you do that because there are enough other schools out there to field Division two and Division three. Oh yeah, so, but I mean, so I guess then then the other thing and this is going to sound ridiculous and kind of everybody gets a trophy, sure. but do you have a non-Power 5 national champion? Great question. Do you have your own bowl system that includes those people? I mean, they Great have an question. FCS and an FBS. I mean, you should... If standard rules were in place, mm-hmm. I mean, Cincinnati is playing on a quote-unquote New Year's Day bowl. Right, right. And I, heard, I heard, I heard hoodie chatter about this the other day. I mean, and obviously with COVID, it doesn't play into it at all. Right. Well, if most they're of playing, it, but if they travel well, right? I mean, Georgia. that's how you would get a bowl game. Right. They're playing Georgia in the Peach Bowl, so they got it. They they're playing a, you know, yeah, upper bowl. They're not at the Blue Bonnet Bowl, which doesn't exist anymore. But I wonder, I wonder what that line is. Uh, I, I don't know. I could look it up, I guess, but Georgia and the Peach Bowl. They're playing in a they're playing in a bigger bowl game. Mm-hmm. You know, on New Year's Day. So are Auburn and so are Northwestern. Right. 
you know, kind of a, the second place game, so to speak, right? And Army literally just got a bowl. They were nine and two. Army was nine and two. Yeah. But because of the way bowl games are structured and bowl games have a, a tie-in with every conference. Right. It's like this bowl game is the SEC versus the ACC, and this bowl game is the Big Ten versus the ACC. Well, it used to be that way. That's what it is now. Well, I mean, but like the Rose Bowl used to be the Big Ten and the Pac-10. Right. Or the right. Pac-12. Right. But Army was tied into a bowl game that no longer exists. Right. It got... Okay. Yeah, it was the... So, uh, not the President's Bowl. Army, it, was, it was... Armed Forces Bowl. Armed Forces Bowl, yeah. Yeah. So they got... They were in a, they were in a game that got whacked. Okay. So now they're sitting here 9-2. and two. They don't have an opponent. Tennessee gets the COVID, so they drop, and then Army happenstances, you know, being the last one left at the bar, so to speak, they get to play West Virginia in the Liberty Bowl. Got it. So they're in, they're in a bowl game. But, I mean, it shouldn't have come to that. But, I mean, like, tons of bowl games, right? Like, there's, I think there's 28 bowl games. Normally there was, like, 40. Because people didn't play enough games, or there just wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, just they things got bagged left and right. And again, it's not going to be a moneymaker, right? No, there's nobody going to be in the stands. Yeah, most for so, most of these things. Yeah, you know, like like uh, today, the the day game is Tulane Nevada at in Boise. Who's gonna Who's gonna be in, in Boise for that game? Jimmy, they don't travel. Jimmy Fred, they're not gonna travel. Yeah, you guys gonna be there. Right? Yeah. Other than that. You get to see the, you'll get to see the Smurf turf, Joe. I will get to see the Smurf turf. Uh, it's currently thirty-eight degrees in uh, lovely Boise. Hello, Boise. Where they don't believe in the COVID. No, uh, no snow or anything. So uh, it's going to be clear and blue. Okay, screen. so you're still liking the over first half over for yeah. Nevada. I'm a, I'm what are they? The Lobos. Nevada, uh, the Wolf Pack. Wolf Pack. Okay. And the Tulane Green Wave. Correct. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I like those mid-major first half overs. I'm a fan of those because you're on national TV. You want to show your best. So you do. If they're playing, if there's any kind of like like BYU's in the late game, yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. But I'll get me in on that. Some of that, like like tomorrow, we got Louisiana Tech, Georgia Southern. Yeah. Now, to be fair, somebody's gonna be throwing the football. (laughs) Well, Georgia Southern, (laughs) if my memory serves me right, let me double check their stats, and I believe I am correct. Yeah, they like to run the football. <laughs> oh, well, so then maybe, maybe that may not be a game to go ahead and bet on that one. Okay. Um, this year so far, Jason, they have thrown the ball uh, in 12 games 163 times. Wow. And they've run the ball 583 times. I believe I wish the wishbone. I wish the middies were good enough to be in a bowl so you could find out that stat for me to know how many times they threw the ball this year. I can tell you that right now. Um, I bet it's under 50. Um, it's not probably a lot. Let me find them. Hold on. Please hold. Do, 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 do. Again, 124. Yeah. Your well, listener is... times this year. Wow. Ran the ball 483 times. Okay. Their leading rusher had more attempts than the whole team had passing attempts. <laughs> of course. Wow. Their leading rusher had 128 attempts. They threw the ball 124 times. I'm guessing the second leading rusher is the quarterback. Uh, no. Oh. It is not. It is Jamal Carruthers. The third leading receiver is the quarterback, or one of them. Okay. He played in five games. But yeah, 
They, they love to run the football. Like yeah, they do. Teams that run the option. The, yeah, teams that like to run the football. Don't bet the over. No. No. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> All right. So we talked about uh, the NBA coming back briefly. We just want to let everybody know it starts tonight. So Yeah. That's right. Um, in addition, of course, because I'm the ultimate D-Gen, um, sure. in addition to that plus 75 bet, mm-hmm. I uh, bet the Nets and the Lakers both to win. Oh, okay. Probably. Uh, no, it was an odds boost. Okay. It was like p- plus 350 for them both to win. All right. Can't hate that? No. Can't hate that at all. I just don't want to get greedy. I'm gonna get no. Greedy I'm going to get greedy on this football game coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm gonna get my greed in. Don't get greedy. Mm. I'm already getting money from it. No need to double that. Mm. It's like I'm gonna hedge my bet on a 75 point spread. You know, come on, you're not that guy. I'm not that guy. No, sir. I'm not gonna do that. And I want to say the Nets were like minus a thousand, weren't they? Oh, I. I mean, prior to that. They they gotta be plus a hundred bet. They gotta be, yeah. Their Golden State's not good. Like the money line was minus a thousand. I think Golden State's not good. I can tell you the line right now. Uh, they are minus three hundred five. Oh, line seven and a half probably should be more than that because Golden State's uh, they're not. Uh, You're not good. Not good. And Brooklyn is much improved. Uh, Durant back like and bad back and yeah. They're, I imagine they're going to come out and make a statement. This is my guess. I don't know. Are they at home? Yes. Games in Barclays. Okay. Yes, sir. So uh, uh, Rockefeller will be. That's right in the house. Nice. Uh, internet things, Jay. You got you got anything for me, dude? I've got something for you. Okay. I this is I a movie. You, so I even have it written down here, so I wouldn't forget. I feel bad um, that this is as late in the game as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, great family film, uh-huh. but good film overall. Yeah. Um, Enola Holmes. On the Netflix, um, Millie Bobby Brown from uh, Stranger Things mm-hmm. plays uh, Sherlock Holmes's younger sister, hmm. and uh, her mom goes missing, and other hijinks ensue. But hmm. the movie, uh, very well written, wonderfully shot, hmm. a lot of breaking the third wall. Okay, where she looks at you and is telling you things. Um, yeah, nice. So I two thumbs up. My daughter watched it when it first came out and was like, I want to watch this with you. And last night was the first time that uh, Terry Kendall and I were all able to sit down and do that. So it was great. Excellent. Um, mine is one I already touched on in an earlier podcast. Uh, it's a show on Netflix called Song Exploder. Oh, yeah. And uh, season two came out. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So uh, the two that I was interested in were the one I've watched, one I've not watched yet. The one I watched last night was uh, The Killers, When You Were Young, the song When You Were Young. by the Oh, yeah. Love that song. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, I almost don't really want to watch, if I'm honest. Uh, but I will watch because I like car crashes. Uh, Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So highly recommend The Killers. The Killers one's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. And they've got to discuss the Johnny Cash cover, right? I imagine that will be a part of it. Yeah. I would think. Which 
dude, that's still one of the best videos I've ever seen. Absolutely. Um, is hurt the one that had all the like disintegrating animals? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, the video was live. That was a tough watch. I saw that tour, by the way. I did too. Yeah, I was on, I, I saw them at the Horizon, whatever it's called now, All Arena. I saw them at U of I at the Assembly Hall at yeah. Maryland Manson Open. Yes. And Hole. I don't know that we got the triple bill. We got, we got the triple. No, 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 no. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Because that would have been Celebrity yeah. Skin, right? Yeah. She was all right. Yeah. That. I didn't have a problem with it. She was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good show. I mean, all the way Mar around. Arguably better than Marilyn Manson, if I'm honest. Well, I, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But the, the Trent, and I just, it was, I mean, I've seen him I, not three or four times. but And yeah. I think, I, and I know I probably told this on the podcast before, but the most amazing experience at a concert that I've ever had was during Nine Inch Nails set where uh, they were, it was full on rage, light, noise, mm -hmm. to, to, and then at, right at the end of the song, black silence. Yep. There wasn't an amp hum. There wasn't a light on an amp. There was nothing. It went from full on just overload to non-existence to black. And I, I was so amazed by that. And it's probably because we play, right? right? That you know that that's impossible. It's tough. The, the, there were no pedals. There was no buzz. There was no nothing. And then, and they, and they let it sit like that for like 20 seconds. And the presentation, the genius of having a translucent screen that you can yes. see through. Yes. You see Trent, you see the band like during Hurt. And yeah. They did for one other song, I don't remember, but, and have the video montage playing yes. on the screen while the spotlight's on Trent was ridiculous. It, yeah. Yeah. The presentation. I got to say, and I'm, again, of those three bands, I wouldn't, consider myself a fan of any of them I, like I, I went i went with a friend well i i yeah i mean i own probably yeah. four nine inch nails albums yeah. yeah i own celebrity skin i don't own any Marilyn manson but i right. uh, i downloaded some yeah but i mean yeah for sure that tour was amazing oh, really good really good shows well that that might be a good uh that might be a good show topic one day Jay. yeah man you know, we, we are uh, we are kicking around. Uh, we know the Oasis is going to be the first band deep dive. Yeah. But after that, who I'm knows? For, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, man. Me. And there are some a certain number of albums coming out in early February that we've already committed to purchasing. Maybe yes. Dive on that in February. Absolutely. Don't want, and, don't want to name any names right now. It's content. Exactly. Um, because because i've still got covid brain mm -hmm. after like three weeks even yeah. a month, um i'm gonna throw this out there yeah. the second like and I'm, i'll probably have to qualify these at some point but like concert experience where i was absolutely just blown away didn't expect whatever it was mm -hmm. and i'm almost embarrassed to say it but it was cold play at uh the austin city limits festival nice I mean, headliners, we were sitting way far back yeah. and I'm like, I'm here because Terry likes yellow, right? I mean, that's why I'm here. Right. But the stage show and the stage presence and the sound and the video, it, it was just, I, I, my mouth was open. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love things like that where you don't you expect. 
I mean, yeah. it's like, well, we'll talk about the one that we both were at where the opening act was just like, yes. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but yeah. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, maybe this is Saturday show topic. Yeah, it could be. Huh. All right. Hmm. We could run, we could run through. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, look at this. You guys are in a pre-production meeting. Thank you. This is what, this is what we normally do at the production meeting. Hey, where's your beer? I'm actually drinking I coffee right now. Water. I'm having water. <laughs> I got a full day ahead of me, brother. I can't be. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. You know, I, I got a, a telegram from uh, our Western Illinois Oasis fan correspondent yeah. that said, um, I'm two minutes into the new one and I already know how many sodas Jay's had. <laughs> Guilty. A couple too true. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Yeah. Walk on the wall, Jay's. Oh, I'm looking at my Gucci. It's about that time. Hi. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode, episode 99 AJ. Uh, we're on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash it's that pod. We're on Twitter. I am at triple Lindy's. Jason is at Jay the letter. The letter. Sleet Shirley. Uh, you can email us, Joe at it's that podcast.com or Jason is that podcast.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Now, Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa. Play it's that podcast to the planet. Rate, review, and subscribe don't cost nothing. Thank you. It really planet. doesn't. I really appreciate it. It helps us out. It, mo- it moves us up the, uh, the ticker. We really do appreciate it. And I'm thinking 2021 could be a, a good year. A good year for us? Yeah. 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 You know, uh, we've teased the kids about the network and the merch and all the things that um, unfortunately had to get squashed because yes. of... Uh, of the COVID mm-hmm. uh, that also includes uh, live episodes and yeah. the official hundredth episode, which we still haven't, we've yet to do. And we're running out of letters again. We are. So, <laughs> I don't want to lap it a third time. Right. Neither do I. Yeah. yeah. Cause we want to make the hundredth episode, all our peeps special. One yeah. Day. And zoom just, it's, it's, it, it's, it's fine. It's fine for this, what we're doing right now, but I'm like, right. Like, uh, no, we want to make it special. So. I mean, I know that Gillespie's going to want to punch Rhodes when yeah. he says something dumb. Yes, and you can't do that on Zoom appropriately. No. No, so yet you can't. Yeah. So, all right, kids, we want to thank guys for listening. This is episode. This is the Packers. Fuck the Packers. Fuck the Packers. Right. Except this week, I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. Get out of their system and go ahead and win. Yeah. Then we beat the Packers. Then sit everybody. Yeah. And then we don't have to. Yeah. It'd be better that way. Kind of like the Vikings did for us last year. Fuck the twins, and and the cardinals, and the cardinals, and the and the. Oh, one quick thing, real quick. Yeah, since we're whispering and everything. Yeah, I can now officially say, fuck the Red Wings. Oh, that's right. NHL divisions came out. We're in the same division. Nice. Fuck the Red Wings. Back again. The hate and your back. squid and your fucking like octopus, you, and just like shove you. it up your. I hate them so much. Giggy ant. I hate them so much. Fucked right. Now, um, yeah. sorry. It's okay. This is content. <laughs> uh, the Bears only beat three teams in the last two years that have a better than 500 record. Oof. One was the Buccaneers and one was the Vikings. Oof. So I said three teams, but I really meant three games because Vikings the Vikings twice last year. Yeah. 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 So, so go. Change.